After categorically dismissing the Kyoto Protocol last year, more than a few eyebrows were raised when the Bush administration unveiled a global warming plan of its own. The Bush plan differs somewhat from the floundering global agreement in that it seeks to make the entire planet into a smoldering fire pit. The Bush global warming plan will begin to superheat the world first by detonating all nuclear weapons in our oceans. Then, through a combination of giant oil fires, torching of forests and third-world dwellings, and a new Homeland Inferno project, the world's average surface temperature should approach 350 degrees by as early as this spring. The new super-hot climate will make outdoor cookouts affordable, accessible, and simple for everyone. Mr. Bush stated that he envisions, quote, a world where every nation has that great backyard barbecue smell, unquote. And while Mr. Bush's ambitious plan has its share of detractors, few can resist the allure of a sizzling Texas barbecue and a hickory smoke-flavored planet. Why do they forget my relatives? As I go along the highways, I see many types of different animals. And the spirit cries, I could hear the spirit of the animals wanting to be free. And they lay there. And the spirit cries, help me, I want to go home. As I look before me, they pass by and they run over them. And I cry to the spirit, why do they not just look? at the steering wheel that they are using, the very car that they are driving, the very truck. If they could just hear the spirit wanting to teach them that very vehicle that they've just run over, my relative, the animal, was also made for Mother Earth. If they would only understand that, that vehicle that they're driving would respond back immediately and it would tell them exactly, even if they're too busy to stop and put them aside. That vehicle would tell them to place tobacco on them tires, just so my relatives can go home, just so my relative's spirit could be free and go back to the great creator. It's very simple, this life, what Mother Earth has given us. To really think is so simple that it is beyond us. So I asked in my native tongue, in my English language, the second language that was given to me, why do they not do anything for my relatives, the animals? All it takes is even tobacco to roll down a window and offer it to the four winds for my relatives so that they can go home. You are listening to Your Community Spirit, the show about caring, sharing, and preparing for the changes needed in the world as we know it. Let's bring back the circle again, the circle of friends, the circle of family, the circle of being. Wake up and be healthy and therefore wealthy to the peace and joy of Mother Earth. You are listening to Your 
community spirit on your community radio station WDBX. If you just happen to not have ever heard this show before, we actually are online at WDBX.org. You can hear a streaming audio if you, well, tend to leave this town and still want to listen. Yes. <laughs> there are people who listen to this station, well, all over the world. <laughs> so, thank you, Carbondale, for being a member of the world. Yes, the world community. And speaking of the world community, today is Buy Nothing Day. Yes. <laughs> Here. Today is Buy Nothing Day, but for the rest of the world, it is tomorrow. (laughs) I don't know how that exactly works, but today for North America, November 23rd is Buy Nothing Day, and then internationally, it's November 24th. (laughs) Maybe they do that so that, uh, you know, people in time zones further ahead of us, so that while we're celebrating it, they're celebrating it. (laughs) Hey. (laughs) Or, you know, who knows? What is Buy Nothing Day? Well, Buy Nothing Day is a 24-hour moratorium on, well, buying. Participate by not participating. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Something comes from nothing. Celebrate Buy Nothing Day, well, today. No purchase necessary. Thousands of people all over the world plan to celebrate what's usually the biggest shopping day of the year, well, by not buying anything. That's right, it's almost time for Buy Nothing Day. It's actually celebrated, like I said, November 23rd today in the U.S. and Canada, and November 24th in the rest of the world, drawing attention to how easy it is to stop, drop, and not shop. Hmm. I have to say that again. Stop, drop, and not shop. The poor, the hungover, the lazy aren't the only ones getting in on the no-buying action. Activists across the globe will be staging events at malls and sprawling superstores near you, encouraging people to take the day of rest from rampant consumerism. And the best part? You don't have to worry about what to get your friends to celebrate simply by nothing. (laughs) (laughs) If only the other holidays could be so simple. Now, there is a little action update. For... um. MTV, the channel that markets itself to hip youth, has decreed that the Buy Nothing Day public surface announcement goes, quote, further than we are willing to accept on our channels. Now, gangster rap and sexually sexualized semi-nude girls, um, you know, borderline violence, well, some of it extreme violence, are okay, but... Not apparently a burping pig talking about consumerism. Yeah. If you've had a chance to see the ad, it is online at adbusters.org. Yeah, anti-consumer pigs, that's just going too far. Yeah, it's just a big fat (laughs) pig. Well, it looks like North America, that's just this big pig, and it's like, feed me, (laughs) and it burps. Yeah. (laughs) If you object to this kind of corporate censorship, well, why not send them a message? (laughs) Yes. If you would like to send them a message, go online to adbusters.org. There is a place to click there and send them a message. So, Yes. And well, just, just because it's Buy Nothing Day doesn't mean it's Do Nothing Day. Since you're not spending all that time buying stuff, you can take some of that extra time to you know, celebrate the holiday with your family, some of that extra time to talk to the media about how they shouldn't censor things. <laughs> and if you're actually um, 
going to buy on today's the front of the Southern Illinoisan. There's this great article. Of, it says Carbondale woman thinks local first when shopping, and it's a pretty balanced article. Primarily, it says that well, if you buy locally, the money stays in the community. A 2004 study conducted by Civic Economics, Economics, a Chicago-based retail analysis and research firm, says researchers found that for every $100 spent in local stores, $73 of that stayed in town. Conversely, the study found that for every $100 spent in a chain with comparable products, only $43 stayed in town. While, change while chains proclaim lower prices, the prospect of saving money is not enough to spend money with them because, well, hmm. the money's going out of town. Yeah. So. Lower prices are no good if it causes the entire local economy to collapse. And, <laughs> and it's pretty funny. Um, people were actually lining up at noon on oh, yeah. Thursday to get the you know 5 a.m. doorbuster prizes at you know, the different chains. Well, pri predominantly the electronic chains. Yeah. Because you could get, like, you know, this electronic or that electronic for, like, half price or a quarter price. And the funny thing is, they're still making money on it. Yeah, they still are. It's not a charitable process on their part. Right. <laughs> they just normally make, like, tons of money, and now they're just, you know, barely making any money. Yeah. Or, in some cases, they don't make... They use it as, you know, a loss leader, hoping you'll buy other stuff there. Yeah. But I've had too many bad experiences with, um, let's see, Best Buy and Walmart to ever go back. Yeah. <laughs> it's, their low prices do not make up for their poor customer service. Yes. <laughs> low prices, low quality. <laughs> so, I was going to read this day in history because there are a few good things that have happened. This day in history in 1945 was um, the last day that they had wartime rationing for things like huh. um, cheese and meat and butter. So it was all ex set to expire this day in 1945. Yeah. <laughs> I'll bet a lot of people had a celebration, you know. Well, Thanksgiving, right? Yeah. <laughs> well, they could. They would have to celebrate, I guess, the next day because they couldn't get it today. Yeah. <laughs> I wonder why they didn't try to do it the day before. Huh. I don't know. You'd have more thanks that way, see? Yeah. Today is Friday, November 23rd, the 327th day of 2007. There are only 38 days left this year. Almost done. Yeah. This day in 1936, Life, the photojournalist magazine, was first published. Hmm. Um, photos got a life, right? Yes. <laughs> In 1963, President Johnson proclaimed November 25th a day of national mourning following the assassination of John F. Kennedy. And in 1971, on this day, the People's Republic of China was seated on the UN Security Council. So, so important day in history, as many days are. But I, I want to know, how long has been Buy Nothing Day been around? Oh, I don't know. It's been a long, long time. The website doesn't say. So I would like, yeah, that'd be nice if we could say, this day in history, Buy Nothing Day was implemented. Yeah. It was at least 
15 or 16 years ago. Yeah, I know it's been my whole time in Carbondale, which uh, makes it a long time. <laughs> so, I guess let's get to some happenings. Ah, uh, yes, let's see. What do we have for happenings today? Uh, the, the big happening I had is Buy Nothing Day already. Open Minds. Uh, November 25th at 8.45 a.m. at the Carbondale Unitarian Fellowship, which is located at the corner of Parish and Sunset at 105 North Parish Lane, will have Gaia House, an interface center for the 21st century. A University Christian Ministries board members, Yo Presley, Bob Swenson, and UCM Director Hugh Muldoon will present the progress, challenges, and dreams of getting this project off the ground. They welcome your participation. <laughs> yeah, so then, uh, let's see. Oh, then also, uh, following that, at the Carbondale Unitarian Fellowship, there's the uh, uh, Gaia Groaning. <laughs> it's uh, Hugh, Hugh Muldoon, uh, shares a vision of an integrated spiritual, academic, and natural ecology. He asks how we can learn and live to be true to ourselves as participants in a living Earth system that is struggling for its life. Uh, Yo Presley and Bob Swenson will coordinate this service. And once again, you can contact uh, them at 529-2439 or at their website at www.cuuf.net. So a very Gaia-oriented Sunday. And next week is AIDS Awareness 2007, November 27th through the 29th. There will be HIV testing, videos, a candlelight walk and health fair, and Comedian River Houston, co-sponsored by the Jackson County Health Department and the SIUC Student Center's special programs and events. Please visit studentcenter.org for more information. Again, that's next week, November 27th through the 29th. Ah, yes, and then on November 30th at 7.30 p.m., uh, uh, Cousin Andy's Coffee House. Andrew Calhoun will be appearing at Cousin Andy's in the Fellowship Hall of the Church of the Good Shepherd that's located at Orchard and Schwartz Streets. Andrew's vivid and inspired music is a companion for anyone who has ventured off the well-paved road to forge their own path in this world. So you can contact Vern at 457-2575 or at 203-8296 for more info on Cousin Andy's. And they're on the web at uh, CousinAndy.org. Well, I didn't even know they were on the web. I'll have to check that out. <laughs> yeah, every week you can go and look and see who's the latest musician. Yeah. Now, this uh, the next two events are Mark Your Calendar. They're not this weekend. They're next weekend. Saturday, December 1st. In case you didn't know, December 1st. Well, the first uh, Saturday in December is the Lights Fantastic Parade. Watch the 17th annual Carbondale Lights Fantastic Parade from the comfort of the Interface Center with hot chocolate, coffee, snacks, and a warm fireplace. The building provides a wonderful view from its large windows as the parade passes along Grand Avenue in South Illinois. All are welcome. Yes, and you'll have a fantastic time. <laughs> <laughs> the Lights Fantastic. So then also another Mark Your Calendar coming up next weekend on uh, Sunday, December 2nd, from 2 to 5 p.m., the Alternative Gift Fair. The gift fair will be held at the Carbondale Civic Center. 
You can purchase artwork that benefits needy families, certificates that feed homeless people, calendars that help the, the environment, and cookbooks that help families escape abuse. Uh, fun activities for kids, live holiday music, and more will all be there. You can contact Mary Sullivan at uh, maryinbantry at yahoo.com or you can call 559-0840 for more information. And I, I really like this idea. Essentially, you give money to different nonprofits or organizations that do really good things, and you give it in the name of, you know, a gift to a friend of yours. Yeah. I mean, you get a thank you card, and you get to do a double gift. You get to give the gift to the organization, plus you get to let give the gift to your friend that said, I gave this money on your behalf. Yeah, makes everybody happy. Yeah. So. Which is a good thing to do at the holidays. I have a couple exciting happenings that have happened very recently. We have some great news that we would like to share with you right away. Last week, six Midwestern governors and the... Um, I just forgot. Who's the head of Canada? Premier. Six Midwestern governors and the Premier of Manitoba, Canada, committed to take major forward-looking actions on clean energy development and global warming solution policies. The biggest news, a regional cap-and-trade program to reduce global warming pollution by 60 to 80 percent by 2050. The impact of the regional agreement is huge. The Midwest alone accounts for more than 20 percent of all global warming pollution in the United States and 5 percent of the world's total. The Environmental Law and Policy Center's Executive Director, Howard Lerner, joined our environmental colleagues to commend this big step forward to solving our global warming problems. Quote, The governor's bold path to reduce global warming pollution will grow more green jobs for the Midwest economy. We commend the Midwest governors for their leadership for cleaner energy and breaking the logjam on national global warming solutions policy. It is time for us to invest more in Midwest clean energy and less in Mideast oil. It actually says Midwest. I think they missed. This is a great beginning to advance global warming solutions and grow a new green economy in America's heartland. Visit globalwarmingsolutions.org to download the cord, hear a news conference held by environmental groups, to discuss the pact and read news coverage. Again, globalwarmingsolutions.org. Oh, yeah. and then, oh. Yes, and in other news, uh, the ball is in your court. Latest IPC climate report 
comes out strong, lays groundwork for Bali talks. Quote, Warming of the climate system is unequivocal, warned the Nobel Prize-winning Intergovernmental Panel on Climate Change in its hardest-hitting report yet, released on Saturday. Delegates from more than 140 countries came to an agreement on the document, which summarizes three previous reports and warns of the grave dangers posed by climate change. The new report is intended to be a guide for policymakers, particularly the ones who who will be meeting next month in Bali, Indonesia, <clears throat> to begin hammering out a new treaty to pick up where the Kyoto Protocol leaves off. Quote, Today the world scientists have spoken, clearly and in one voice, said UN Secretary General Ban Ki-moon. Quote, In Bali, I expect the world's policymakers to do the same. Well, he's got high hopes there, doesn't he? <laughs> uh, in Bali, uh, I expect policymakers to do the same. Scientists reported, reportedly managed to fend off efforts by U.S. representatives and others to weaken the report. And yet, many experts say the final version still doesn't capture how bad the situation really is. Quote, the IPCC uh, is a five-year process, and the IPCC is struggling to keep up with the data, said, uh, said Hans Verome of the WWF. Quote, and the new science is saying, you thought it was bad? No, it's worse. Straight to the source, International Herald Tribune and the New York Times. We only read local dictionaries. Locavore is the new Oxford American Dictionary Word of the Year. <laughs> A locavore, the word locavore has received the steam honor of being the new Oxford American Dictionary 2007 Word of the Year. For you non-locavores, the word is defined as, quote, a person who endeavors to eat only locally produced food. It was coined about two years ago by four San Francisco women who popularized the idea of the 100-mile diet. It's only two years ago? Man, I've heard that word for a while. <laughs> Seems like. Oh, yeah, I, I think so. Well, maybe it's only two years ago that it became official. Huh. Well, it just says it was coined about two coined years ago. Coined two years ago. Huh. The eco-friendly terminology beat out such worthy contenders as tase, as in to stun with a taser, and cougar, an older woman who romantically pursues younger women. Huh. <laughs> a cougar, huh? A cougar. <laughs> All right. Sources, the Chicago Tribune, Herald Net, and the PR Newswire. Yeah, I'm impressed, because there's been a... Uh I'm surprised Taze didn't make it because Don't Taze Me Bro has become a part of pop culture now. But I guess they went for substance rather than... Uh, <laughs> well, it is it is the Oxford Dictionary. Yes, the Oxford Dictionary. <laughs> so, locavore. Locavore. Yeah. It seems like to me I've that's been around for a while. Yeah, maybe it's just we appreciate the word so much that it just instantly seemed like it was timeless. <laughs> maybe, yeah. It just seemed like it's a word that you know we've been talking about and using for a long time. Yeah. A locavore. <laughs> yeah. I actually uh, met a lady. She was a speaker at the Illinois Renewable Energy Fair that um, her and her boyfriend lived in Canada, and mm. they did it for a year. And they wrote a book, and it was very, very interesting how they didn't know what they were getting into, but if someone can do it in Canada... Yeah, then surely they can do it here. Yeah, it's just you just have to eat when food's in season. Yeah. It's like, and remember to store some food for the winter, right? <laughs> yes. <laughs> so, 
So let's see. In other, uh, in other news, I want to skip to our quote of the day. Because <laughs> I like this quote of the day. Uh, Coal, the dirtiest fossil fuel, is the crack cocaine of the developing world. You like that quote? Yeah, well, it's, I, I don't know. I like <laughs> the fact that it's poking fun at coal. Because oh, okay. coal is so popular around here. I will add, though, it, the quote mentions developing world, but it's also the crack cocaine of the developed world. Right. Which still uses a great deal of coal. 50% of the energy in the U.S. is from coal. Yes, so time to get off that crack cocaine and start switching to more reasonable alternatives. Oh, so that quote was by Alan Zarembo, a Los Angeles Times reporter. Plying chicken. The USDA orders Tyson's Foods to stop using antibiotic-free labels on poultry. Tyson's Foods will no longer be allowed to use its Raise Without Antibiotics label that the U.S. uh, Department of Agriculture originally approved in May due to a mix-up at the agency and disagreement whether a medication uses in Tyson's chicken feed will be classified as an antibiotic. Tyson launched a $70 million ad campaign in June touting its fresh chicken as antibiotic-free and labeling it as such. But early this month, the USDA notified Tyson that it had made a mistake in approving the label as the agency had ignored its long-standing policy of classifying a drug Tyson uses in chicken feed as an antibiotic. For its part, Tyson says the type of medication in its feed, known as Ineophores is more of an antimicrobial than an antibiotic since they target a single-cell intestinal invader in livestock and not bacteria. The company has until mid-December to either stop using the current label, remove the medication in its chicken feed, or submit text and supporting documents seeking an amended label. Tyson is reportedly seeking to change the label, emphasizing that the medication used in their feed doesn't create antibiotic resistance in humans, the overriding fear leading consumers to choose antibiotic-free products. Straight to the source, the Wall Street Journal, Associated Press, Reuters. Hmm. Yes. So let's say, do we want to get one more story in, or do we want to yeah. do the ad busters? Okay, well, we've got time for one more story. Well, just you could just read the headline, too. Oh, yeah, headline. Uh, this is a good headline, too. As truck would have it, court smacks down Bush administration's fuel economy regs for bigger vehicles. So trying to slip in poor regulations for the bigger vehicles, but a court smacks it down. Here's another couple headlines. Sustainability hits a wall. Walmart releases its first sustainability report. That's one article. And then the other article is, Go and greenwash no more. Green products largely guilty of greenwashing, said study. They actually studied 1,018 green products from Big Box Store that found all but one of them were marketed with false or misleading echo claims. Ooh. So you got to look into these green claims. Yeah, just because it says it's green does not mean it's green. Yeah. So, Today is Buy Nothing Day. Are we ready? Uh, yes. So we've got a clip here from the Buy Nothing. It's the, you know, we mentioned that uh, video that they're trying to get shown uh, on MTV and elsewhere, and this is the audio from that video, which still conveys the message quite nicely. So we hope you enjoy your Buy Nothing Day and enjoy this little bit of news from uh, from the people at Adbusters. The average North American consumes five times more than a Mexican, ten times more than a Chinese person, and thirty times more than a person from India. 
We are the most voracious consumers in the world. A world that could die because of the way we North Americans live. Give it a rest. November 23 is Buy Nothing Day. And in case you didn't know, today is November 23rd. That was a clip from Adbusters. MTV refused to show that clip because, well, it didn't go along with their policy. They're allowed to show um, semi-nude people and violence, but not that. Yeah, it's okay to show people getting killed, people abused, but uh, an anti-consumerist pig, no, no. (laughs) (laughs) So if you would like to comment on that fact, go to adbusters.org. There are a lot of comments for and against MTV. Today is Buy Nothing Day. We will see you around town buying nothing.